Welcome, my friends, to Scry Me River, the MTG Advice Podcast. I'm Riley. I'm Dennis. And we're here to solve your problems. Dennis, uh, today's show is going to be a little different, actually. It's got uh, my very favourite kind of advice. Unsolicited. Unsolicited advice, yes. Mm. Uh, Dennis and I are having a chat about, uh, you know, this whole situation, obviously, uh, you know, the, the world's in the grips of a, a very worrying pandemic, but uh, mm-hmm. there is some... The way, the, way, the way that the world has changed, the way that people's day-to-day lives have changed, Dennis, you and I are in a bit of a position to perhaps offer a little bit of perspective on, on how people can maybe, uh, you know, yeah. weather, weather the storm. Work, working from home on one side and, you know, staying inside and playing video games and not really interacting with people on the other side mm-hmm. are both things you and mm-hmm. I are pretty well-versed in, I would say. Exactly right, exactly right. So we're going to get across all of that. We're going to... Uh, we've got... Of course, we've got all the power moves. We've got the M-Power moves. We've got uh, some uh, some user submit User submitted? I shouldn't call the, the listeners users, should I? No. Also, it sounds a little bit like they're all submitted like by Martin Uzo when you say that. <laughs> yeah, we, we've got... Uh, one user submitted power moves. <laughs> It's just it's just user and thousands of bots. Uh, yeah. But no, we've we've uh, we've got all all the hits. Uh, so thanks for joining us for another episode of uh, Scrimey River. But before that, Dennis, before that, mate, mm-hmm. it's time for the contractually obligated Channel Fireball ad read. This time with extra passion and gumption because yeah, uh, Channel Fireball also you know everyone is affected by the old global pandemic. And you might yep. have seen Luis Scott Vargas's uh, video last night. Uh, Channel Fireball is. Closing warehouse operations mm-hmm. following this weekend. So if you get an order bef- in before midnight on Friday, which yep. if you're listening to this right as it came out, that's talking about midnight Friday the 20th, that mm-hmm. is your last chance to get an order that will be shipped, you know, promptly. I mean, they, you, while we're shut down, you can still make orders and things. They just won't get shipped until we get back up to business. And we'll yep. still be accepting, accepting buy list orders. We can process those offsite. That's fine. But boy, if th- this is hitting us hard, it's hitting everybody hard. It's in the world hard. If there was ever a time where you wanted to mm-hmm. buy some magic cards, if you're like, man, I could use that, you know, so, you know, foil soul ring for my commander deck, or I've been looking to pick up some lands for me to draft with me when all this blows over. Yep. Do head to channelfireball.com now. If there was ever a time, now's the time. If you smoke them, if you got them. This is so obviously, you know, anyone who's watched or listened to any of my content that I make for CFB, you, you used to silly stuff, you used to like nonsense and you used to me going, oh, CFB, all, this, all, all the dumb jokes and that sort of stuff. Mm. This this ad, is it's it's really coming from the heart. You know, look, obviously, like, I get paid to say this. Um, it helps that I mean it, however, because CFB is a company that I've been really lucky to be involved with for a number of years. They've really, really looked after me and uh, I feel like they've also really looked after the magic community in a, in a lot of ways, you know, with, uh, with the content they put out, um, with the, the events that they run with. And, you know, there are criticisms, there's detractors, there's all sorts of people have different per- perspectives and opinions, but I, I'm very proud to work for CFB. I'm not, I'm not an employee like you, Dennis. I'm, I'm a freelance mm-hmm. contractor. I can, you know, I'm not tied there by, you know, a lot of all the other red tape and stuff that goes into being a proper employee. I work with CFB. I mean, the money's nice, but also I do, I really do really, really, really like this company and I don't want it to, uh, you know, suffer too heavily because of what's going around the world. So, you know, if you're... If you are, you know, if you've been sitting on that commander deck idea, right? I've I've wanted to build a deck around Skull Clamp for a long time, and it's like I'm actually going to pull the trigger probably today and buy those cards because I don't need a fifth EDH deck. But it's like if it's going to be just a small bump that gets CFB closer to weathering this storm, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm and so I don't know, man. Look, CFB doesn't owe like you. You don't know. You don't. They don't owe their you know livelihood to you as a as a listener of this podcast. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that if if it was on the cards for you, like if it was something you're thinking about doing already, 
now's the time to do it because yeah, at the at the risk of sounding like a PBS like telethon, if you've ever enjoyed yep. any of the Channel Four Ball content and, and, and you know over the years and this podcast or otherwise, this is the time to support it. And Riley, what I'm time. most worried about is how we're going to dig ourselves out of this somber trench back to having a fun, happy-go-lucky podcast in a couple of seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. Now we now we've all got to start, start start churning out the giggles and the laughs and the goofs and the spoofs, Dennis. I don't know how we're going to do it. I don't know how we're going to do it, mate. Anyway, how you been keeping? How you been keeping working from home, mate? How's isolation treating you? Um, this is like it hasn't changed much. I would call I would call that a red flag about your ordinary lifestyle. By the way, no, no. Okay, so so like uh, to to walk people through what a typical week looks like for me. Right, I work from home. I got I have like you know a a weekly to do list. I I tend to stick to a weekly schedule when I do it. Arena boys when on on a Sunday, I tend to make the five minute deck text then as well. We usually crawl on a Wednesday or Thursday. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brawl obviously on on a Wednesday. Although Dennis, have you heard the news? Brawl is now open every day of the week. Yeah, we did it. It (laughs) It only took a global pandemic (laughs) for us to get what we wanted. Um, so yeah, usually, uh, on a Wednesday, this sort of stuff. And then, you know, half hours history Friday. So you, what, you what, so, like Friday sort of, I mean, that structure is a loose and B self-imposed. Hmm. It's yeah. And we'll talk about this a little bit, uh, in a little bit, but you know, often, uh, you know, I'll go out for, I'll go out for lunch, uh, with, uh, with my mates in the, in the city. A lot of them have, you know, an hour's lunch break. It's not too long for me to get into town. So I'll get the train, go into town, go and have lunch, maybe a bit of shopping, whatever else they like that. Um, so, you know, I, I get out and about, you know, go down to the post office, go to the shops, whatever. Yeah. Broadly speaking, probably out and about a little less than most people, but, um, you know, not having to go to and from work every day. Obviously, since the, uh, since the, the virus has taken hold, no more lunches, obviously, uh, trips to the post office, uh, a little, you know, I try to put together all the packages mm-hmm. and go on a, like maybe a, a, a bi-weekly trip to the post office instead of whatever that sort of stuff. But broadly speaking, yeah, living from, uh, working from home, living at home, uh, has, I mean, most people live at home, um, has the, the, the impact of this has been rather minimal on my day to day. Whereas you, uh, you're working from home a little more. I mean, yeah, like we have, we have, like, Chaffram has an office here in Dublin that I would usually go to, um, most Mm -hmm. days of the week. Uh, I still take a lot of calls and stuff from home. So, like, I have a decently robust setup, although my internet these last couple of days has been, whoa. Uh, it's a little yeah. behind the curtain here. This is the third time, right? And I've attempted to record this podcast. Yep. But, um, yep, yep, yep. yeah. So like, and uh, Gabby had a Twitter thread about, you know, tips on how to work from home and stuff like that to keep, keep yep. yourself sane, essentially. And they're all valid, you know, get dressed, block out time, block out space in your home. Even if it's a corner of your kitchen table, like this is my workspace. And like, yes. so I, I would recommend, you know, we're all magic players, throw down a play mat, stick your laptop or your keyboard or whatever on that and cordon that off as your space, as your space for that. And, and this is uh, this is the unsolicited advice that we wanted yes. to get across this week because uh, Gabby's tweet. So jump on at Gabby Sparts. I'm sure. I mean, most of you will be following her anyway. But uh, she she had a, a fantastic thread that had all sorts of different advice, all sorts of different perspectives. And Dennis, as someone who's worked from home for a long time, nearly three years for me, and and you also, you know, get to work from home every now mm. and again. And, and now, obviously, mm. you know, <laughs> not by choice, you're doing it. We thought it'd be a good a good opportunity to to maybe go a little deeper on some of the stuff that uh, that Gabby put, and and also add our own uh, perspective, our own advice uh, to to. You know, because there are going to be thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds, millions of people around the world listening to this podcast um, that uh, are dealing with the fresh and often surprising challenges yeah. of working at home, Dennis. It's tricky. Like, like um, I think my number one tip, honestly, is is that separation. Don't work in bed. Don't. And I'm guilty, yeah, no, I'm guilty no, of no. this before as well, just on my phone. Absolutely not. But who? No, never work in bed. Never, never, never. You know, this is actually something I learned in high school. What is that? I remember going to some dumb, like, I can't remember what it was. It was like some, adva- you know, exam tip seminar mm. thing, right? And one of them was like, how many people work in bed? Like, do your homework in bed. Yeah, absolutely. Picture of hands. You know? No, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. 
And uh, that's a habit I've kept since I was 18. Don't work in bed. It's the worst thing you can do for your, for your productivity because, as you said, Dennis, you need to delineate your workspace from your... I mean, every your leisure space, whether it's the couch, whether it's your bed, whether it makes it's both better. Don't, like it's not, like doing your homework in bed makes your homework worse and make your and your bedtime worse. Yeah, can yeah, I can I have tell you a, a totally unrelated anecdote about study tips? No, that's very I unusual know, right? for this podcast, but I guess my, we can break them all. My Go ahead. mother, back when she lived in a yeah. in Bosnia Herzegovina, because my family is from the the eastern side of the world, as am I. Uh, when she was getting yeah. very stressed, for, stressed about an exam in school, there were these kids who were like selling these like relaxation pills, right? To like like this like herbal thing okay. to like calm you down, so like in case you All got right. too stressed. My mom, my mom got some and tried them. I think they're actually like like from a, I think it was like an, an over the counter normal thing to do. But anyway, she took some okay. and did her exam or whatever, and she got in. She was like, "Man, I don't care about this. This is like." And just like wrote her name on it, turned it over, handed it in, and was like, "Whatever, dude. Who cares?" And it transpired oh, sometime later that they were just handing out like Valium to these kids. Oh <laughs> and my, my goodness! My sixteen-year-old mom was like, "Ah, yeah, no problem. I'm just floating down the old river. No, all good." That is not a good. That's not that. Okay, so what's the advice takeaway here? Don't take pills from strangers. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I mean, what don't ta- don't don't take oh, don't, don't take unsolicited pills from strangers. It's probably like a, a the cold take of advice on this podcast. But yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But you can take unsolicited advice, and we've got mm. lots of it here. Um, one of the things that Gabby talked about. How do you feel about this one? Because this is, I mean, Dennis, you and I are recording this. Uh, obviously, there's audio, but there's also video. Yes. We like to uh, we like to be uh, connected on video while we're recording this. And Dennis, do you notice that uh, Gabby's number one piece of advice is get dressed! Exclamation point. Dennis, you want to describe for the viewers what I'm wearing oh, right now? Uh, so smart after dark. Riley is wearing a yeah. gray and grey striped t-shirt Riley is colorblind I don't know if he made that choice intentionally to buy it you could think it's a purple and blue striped t-shirt I guess it is grey and grey isn't it yeah but uh, <laughs> over the top of that and a bathrobe and that's bathrobe. it oh yeah <laughs> now don't I'll get it. dressed some days I'm not no, look I'm not expecting you to hop on here with the old three piece suit yeah. okay like no one's asking that are you wearing pants uh, I'm wearing I'm wearing chummy pants you, those are pajama those are cartoon yep. like tartan pajama pants Yes, 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 yes. And I got my, they're not my, my main pajama pants. I've got little monkeys in space on them. So I, I dressed up a little bit to record. Oh, the podcast. wow. Okay. I, did, the I didn't wear the monkey. Po- I didn't, yeah. Formal, formal, formal uh, no. Often I'll work dressed like Hugh Hefner. Um, I did go through a phase because I, I was speaking to someone. Um, oh, who was it? I can't remember. It was Ben Sexmate, this, uh, this fellow, uh, this Australian fellow who worked freelance. And this is mm. when I was starting out. And he was telling me all these different tips. And one of them was get dressed. So I was like, all right, I'm going to do that. And I went home for about two weeks. I pop on a shirt and a pair of slacks. Really uncomfortable. Um, I think Gabby's advice is good for those people who have trouble, um, you know, uh, finding the finding the, the gap between working and, and home, especially when you're at home. But, you know, and this is the other, this is one of the pieces of advice that I want to give to people. These aren't hard and fast rules. Yeah. Like I, 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 for, I for example, I like being a little bit uncomfortable and that's not a joke. Just because it's like, oh, I'm at work. Keeps, I shouldn't keeps, be like keep, relaxed. Keep, keep, keeps me like stiff upper lip. Keeps like, Keep me on the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's some other stuff that uh, that Gabby says that's I think really useful as well. Maintain regular hours. Mm. This is something I struggle with. Yes. I do my very best to do this uh, because I do I do believe that this is uh, this is for the best. But it's really difficult, especially when there's no like boss to come and say, "Hey, go home," or there's no boss to say, "Hey, get up. Why aren't you at work?" Yeah. <laughs> Often you be like, "Ah, it'll be all right. I'll just get up a little later. I'll work a little later." Or if you're in a hot thing, I was talking to Marshall about this, right? Marshall Sutcliffe. He was he he works. Like what most people would call ridiculous hours, he works until like three, four in the morning yeah. most days, right? Because that's when he finds he's like up he's and on and most productive. Yeah. 
So I don't think it matters when your hours are, but don't fall into the trap of, of being like, I'll just work one more. I'll, I'll just go back and do a little more after dinner. Mm-hmm. You it's, it's not going to end well. You mentioned Marshall, and this is um, this has led me to something that I wanted to talk about that I've put in the show notes that you don't really understand. Which is oh, I was is this talking Frasier? about. I wondered why that was in the show notes. I was, you just put well, the word. All, you just put the word Fraser in the show notes. I was like, all right, what's yeah, going on? Yeah, so uh, I was talking to some of my friends about me and you because I mm. said I was going to record a podcast. Marshall loves Fraser, talk- by the way. That's the exactly. That's the, Marshall loves yeah. Fraser. Fraser yeah. set in Seattle. Marshall is in Seattle. A lot of yeah. you have probably seen Fraser. Yeah. And we got into the debate of out of you and me, which one is Fraser and which one is Niles? Riley, I don't want you to look into this anymore. Okay. Okay. Listeners at home. Please tweet at Stranjack and at Rydacory Tower, letting you know, letting us know which one of us you think is Fraser and which one of us you think is Niles. Okay. One of those, so one of those is a deep insult. <laughs> I think one of the. Well, I imagine Niles is the deep insult. This show is named Fraser, so I think you'd want to be Fraser, wouldn't you? Uh, I mean, I'll, I'll let I'll let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, Niles is the deep insult. But all right, well, let, let's, clearly, dive, let's, let, let's dive into this. That, so Fra- Fraser on the show has an yeah. advice radio show. Oh. That is his job. He's oh, a, I didn't he's know a, that. He's, okay. a radio, so he's like an agony. He's an he's, he's an agony ra- uncle. He's a radio psychiatrist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that mirrors pretty close to what we do here. Absolutely. But and Fraser is sort of like internally kind of angry and like very hoity-toity and fancy. Niles is just miserable all of the time. Just like acutely, just like a miserable man, like a sniveling okay. weasel of a man. <laughs> All right. So okay. I want right. I want people to tell us which one who <laughs> they think is who. But that's that's really tough because I don't think either of us are sniveling weasels. Like who? No. Who is the who is the more sniveling? I guess. I mean, you could you could end up being the Roz or the Eddie, and now we're getting deeper into Fraser lore. Roz being Fraser's producer and Eddie being the dog. <laughs> but, you know. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm 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 as someone who knows close to nothing about. I did know it was in Seattle, and I did know the main character was called Fraser. No, it's a spin-off of something. It's, it's a, a spin-off, spin-off of Cheers. Of- Cheers. I didn't know that. No, I never would have got that in a thousand years. No, never. Riley, that. we right. can. Yeah. I don't know how deep you want to go on this. I feel you want to like do, do a Facebook personality I am, quiz? I'm on BuzzFeed.com right now. Which Fraser character are you? All right. You want to hit me up? Okay, go. All right, let, let's, let's, let's do it. Here we go. Okay. This is one day we'll talk about magic. All right. So it's going to give you six copy. Oh, okay. I'm going to share my screen with you. This is a visual quiz. Okay. Which is awful for an audio podcast, but here we are. Yeah, it really is. It says pick a coffee. It's got like an IHOP coffee, a latte with a dog in it, okay. a Starbucks coffee, yep. a coffee in like some fine china. Mm-hmm. And then like add an, an espresso shot. So which one of these appeals yeah. to you most? Uh, I don't drink coffee, so I guess I'll go for the. I, I like the look of the little. The, it's like a fancy tea china set, so I'm going to go yep, for that yep, one. Yeah, this looks. Yeah, yep. yep, okay. When you have a crush, <laughs> yep. You a pine silently for years. B woo them with your charm. C just plum ask them out. D let them rub your belly. <laughs> e have already slept with them. Or F flirt but very subtly. I'm gonna lock in C. Just plum ask them out. I, I never, I never. Well, I mean, I'm, I mean, I've been with Megan for years, but I never used to waste time with that sort of stuff. Okay, pick a wine. You don't drink, so this is gonna uh, be spicy. Yep, cancel, cancel. Uh, I'll, I none. Yeah, none. Just what, whatever the closest to. I'll have a, I'll have a nice, uh, I'll have a nice glass of your finest lemonade, please. Yeah. So, what's the least? I guess I prefer beer. Thanks. You but can I buy don't. Them. I hate beer. <laughs> All right. Anyway, All right. go on. Pick a quote. Which quote right. do you think is is best attributed to you? 
I have news for you. Copernicus called and you're not the center of the universe. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a good line. I like that. Somewhere out there, the future mother of your children just lifted her head from a puddle of drool. Oh, my goodness. So, should we go then? I've decided on Farmer Jack's chicken, chicken, chicken. I hear the chicken there is very good. Her lips said no, but her eyes said, read my lips. That's a good line. <laughs> that's, that's really good. Uh, when those ballet guys start flying around those tight pants, I don't know where to look. And Ooh. there's nothing like the smell of charbroiled meat. This is not close. It's I have news for you, Copernicus called, and you're not the center of the universe. It's, it's a history put down. It's, a, you it's a history put down. I love it. I love it. It's a history deep cut. Oh, right. how would your friends describe you? I suppose well, I Dennis, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you answer this question. So the options are refined, sexy, relaxed, loyal, witty, and psychic. I'm going to go for loyal. Yeah, thank you. That was what I was hoping for there. I, I, I'd like a loyalty is very important. For and me, then, yeah. which dog are you? So there's a dog oh with a skeptical look, a dog with sunglasses, a dog pouring coffee, a dog with its head inside a coffee cup, Doug from Up, and then a dog yep. looking terrified. Probably Doug from Up. I like that movie. I don't really like dogs very much. What's your worst quality? Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I'm a little too arrogant. I can be too fussy. I stare at people. I talk too much. I don't think through my choices. And I'm a homebody. Well, every single one of those things, Dennis, I don't stare at people that much, actually. No. I don't stare at people. Um, well, I don't think that being a homebody is, worst, is a bad quality. I like that. I do talk a lot, but it's kind of my job. Yeah. I don't think through my choices. But again, that's not a bad quality because that makes for some very entertaining You, you, you would call that yourself decisive TV. as well, yeah. Twitch.tv slash Riley Crew Tower. Uh, it's probably the arrogant or the fussy. I'm, I'm dealing real. I'm re- dealing really. No, 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 no. I'm working really hard to tail in the arrogance. I think it's being fussy. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, 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 you are yeah, fussy. I think that's I'm, true, actually. I'm very fussy. Yeah, I'm very fussy. Yeah. Pick a cue card. Are there any more like you at the Institute? You scratch my book, shrink wrap, a briefcase of love, man overboard, and flower child. These are this because Fraser has. Jeopardy, right? No, no. Fraser has cue cards like this between scenes, like you would in a silent film. Oh. Um, I don't really understand this. Which of these which of these phrases appeals to you the most? I guess you scratch my book. I don't know. I'm just picking semi randomly there. Who is your right, dream dinner date? Group. Ryan Gosling? Um this is um Sigmund God. Freud. It's Freud, yeah. That's, that's Oscar Wilde. Sigmund Freud, yep. John Lennon. Yep. A steak. Yep. And a baseball player. Or Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson, yeah. Jackie mate, it's Jackie Robinson. I'm not even a baseball man, I know that's Jackie Robinson. I didn't recognize Jackie Robinson. Um Jackie Robinson, one of the first African-American players, if not the first African-American player to play in the MLB. The number 42 is retired across the league. Oh, no one can play with that because of his pioneering, that's pioneering cool. work in uh, in, uh, in civil rights. Yeah. Um, it's probably him. It's probably Jackie Robinson. I'd yeah. be fascinated to talk to him about that. Maybe it's uh, it's close between him and Oscar Wilde. I think Oscar Wilde would be... I don't think Oscar Wilde would be that much fun to talk to. He'd be a nightmare. Hey, I think he'd be a little... I think he'd be a little too much. Like, he'd always be trying to, like, come out with a cracking one line. He's like, Oscar, mate, just eat your dinner. Have a chat. Right. I, think, I think Jackie Robinson... We've reached the point in the quiz where I'm realizing this quiz is far longer than I expected it to be. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In for a penny, in for a pound. How do you handle rejection? Beg to be taken back. Act very dramatic. Meet someone else. Accept that it happens. I wouldn't know. I'm too cute or see a psychiatrist. Accept it, man. I've been rejected so many times. Doesn't even hurt anymore. Woof. You got you got Martin. Oh, is that good? That's their dad. That's a decent result. Yeah. Oh, can I read this out? You're down to earth, old fashioned and super relaxed. You can seem a little crotchety at times, but the truth is you're an old softy. You care deeply about the people around you, even if you don't always know how to show it. That's I, that's actually not that bad. I mean, it's like a horoscope, right? It's like you, you know, if anything, you're too generous. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, Everyone yeah, thinks yeah. they are. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh, we burned an awful lot of airtime on the old Fraser quiz there. People are going to love it. And Dennis, I guess that means that I'm not Niall. So I guess by, you know, the process of elimination. The only reason we're not doing the quiz again is because I don't want to put the, the listeners through that. <laughs> yeah, put the listeners through another, another half an hour of, uh, of BuzzFeed quizzes. 
Uh, what were we talking about? Magic the Gathering. Let's get into some questions, mate. All right, Dennis. It's time for our newest segment, which has uh, been seems to be very well received by the by the viewing public, by viewing public, the listening public. My goodness, by the users of this podcast. It's time the for users, the Martin user. It's time for it's time for all the, yeah, all, all the scryhards out there really enjoying it. Uh, cue the harp music because it's time for empower loops. Beautiful. There's um. Uh, this is, so this is the this is sort of the opposite of power moves. Although there's a little overlap. This is uh, people have been sending in moves that uh, that you know the rising tide that lifts all boats. These are about not only making yourself look good and make yourself look better as power moves do, but also bringing other people up rather than putting them down. And we've uh, we've had we've had a bunch of people get in touch with uh, with all sorts of different ones, including. The carryover champion from last week, of course, uh, the regular Scryhards will know that last week we had J- Jeff Hlutke, um submit the power, the Empower Move of the Week, and uh, he's got another one here, uh, his submission for the Jeff Hlutke mm. Empower Move of the Week. We all hate shuffling in EDH games. While we all try to certain shuffle during others' turn to save times, inevitably we'll have to do some tutoring on our turns. To be as courteous to my friends as possible, I try, I try to do much as much of my own turn from memory as possible waiting to fetch the cards from my deck until the turn is done. For example, I say I have a fetch in play and the cards in my deck. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry. I have a fetch in play and Harrow and Solomon in hand. I'll simply say, crack for green, cast Harrow, sacking mountains to get two forests, then cast Solemn for an island, and then do the actual searching for lands afterwards. This encroaches on a power move as the sequences get longer, as announcing your entire line off the dome without, ser- or without searching for individual creatures. What you have is a display of confidence and expertise. Um, but also just saves a bunch of time. This yeah, is great. Yeah. I mean, it's softly against the rules to stack your searches like this, I guess. But nah. in EDH, this is this, this is pure upside. Oh, in ED- no, no. I would think this is we're only doing this in EDH. Like if you're sitting at a G, again, oh, yeah, yeah. a lot oh, you of these, can, you can't do this at a Grand Prix. We yeah. sort of have a blanket moratorium on using this sort of stuff at, at competitive REL. Uh, yeah, I think but, you're right. But if you're sitting there, and, and and what I really love about this is is the extension, right? Because yeah. No one's impressed if you're like, yep, turn to uh, land, crack, far seek, I'll get stomping around and whatever, right? No one's impressed no, no, by no. that. But if you're on turn five and you're like, okay, I'll get Revelax, sack it, get these, da da da, you know, uh, and you, you go through this big, long, convoluted mm-hmm. line and then people, and then you go, you'll go, I'll just do it while you're and then I'm ta- F- F6. People Oof. are just like, they're just like, what? How does he? How does he do it? It is. It is. It is a demonstration of brain power for sure. I, well, but I think in terms in terms of saving time at an EDH table oh, and so giving important. and giving other players the mental round to not have to worry about what you're doing in such a, like yeah. a over over a prolonged period of time, I think it's this counts as an empowering move. It's great. It's really good. And I think you know on a on a much lower level on one that you should be doing anyway, even not as just empowering, just as good courtesy, just like you've got everyone else's turn to think about what you're going to do and it shouldn't change that much especially in the early turns what what based on what other people do you know unless you're playing like a you know a mono blue counter spell deck or whatever but you know mm. being able to just go i do this do that tap this play this attack that sort of stuff if you can line that up beforehand always always makes a game go along love it love it from jeff lutke top shelf stuff from him and uh, on the topic of sort of multitasking and mental round like this, while we did Jeff Lutke's Empire move, I retook the Fraser quiz, right? <laughs> oh, did you? And what did you get? I did. I'm going to share my screen with you because I don't think you'll believe me. Okay. No, no, I, no, 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 Dennis. I definitely... Oh, oh, okay. All right. I was going to say I definitely believe you because Dennis does this all the time. Dennis doesn't tune... Like, Dennis just doesn't tune in or, or listen or... Like, when, uh, he's not even listening right now. He's drinking... What are you drinking? A Diet Coke? Well, the Diet Coke is now empty, but yes. The Diet Coke's now he's just, he's just polished off a Diet Coke. But yeah, he's just shared my screen with it, and he got Frasier. Yeah, baby, I'm the main character. <laughs> is that the good thing? Is that a good thing? Well, I'm your dad. That's true. Yeah. 
Who's who's the daddy now, mate? Oh wow! Okay, go to your room and sit, sit and think about what you've done. Anyway, go, go to your room, think about what you've done, and uh, read us David Riley's empower move. All right, you ready? Yeah, hit us up with the next empower move. Hit us up. Let's go. David Riley writes in and says, "Here's my empower move from the Theris Beyond pre-release. My LGS does this win a year of pre-releases at their top prize for their Saturday night event. That's sick, by the way." I won my first match, but match two ended up in a draw, which would have eliminated both of us from contention. Thing is, I won the Eldrain pre-release, so I'm already sitting on almost a full year. My opponent had a pretty good deck, so I decided to concede to him and drop from the event to give him a shot at winning it all. I got one prize pack for playing and called the shot before I opened it. Uro. You opened an Uro, that's nice. It was one of the few cards I wanted from the set from my EDH decks, and it felt so nice to get that little bit of good karma reflected back at me. Love the show, Riley. Also, Dennis, I guess. Sticky out, tonguey face. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Multi-layers Absolutely here. got him. Absolutely got him. Oh, Dennis. Oh, mate. Tell him. Tell him. Go. So, a couple things here. One, I, I reject your tone, David, but that's by the by. Two... Um, obviously this is nice, you know, give, like leaving the other person with the option to still win. That's, you know, very, very nice. But three, Riley, this mm. is a subtle power move. David yeah. writes into the podcast, drops on the, um, I'd already won the pre-release yeah, the prize humble before. So the humble brag. The humble yeah. brag is strong. Yeah, yeah. It's so good. But this is I like this is going to be a controversial one because a lot of people don't like, you know, they, there are a lot of people who just want to live by the sword, die by the sword. You play games of magic, you don't right. uh, concede, you don't, you know, not, you don't scoop your mates and nothing else like that. It's going to be a controversial one. But it comes from a good place and also it just makes you look like such a legend. Like yeah, it really does. No, it's like, no, no, mate, it's all right. You know, you have it. You have it. You know, it's a soft one for you. There's a hidden power move in here as well. What's and uh, Dennis, Dennis walked right into it. Dennis walked right into it. This was not nothing to do with the the the, the listeners here. This was a writing. This is a writing out original. Power moving Dennis on the show live for your enjoyment. I knew Dennis wasn't going to read this ahead of time. Oh no way! <laughs> this, so so I I put together show notes right. I put together all this stuff. It's ahead of time. Dennis has free access to the document. He can he can you know days in advance. He can mm-hmm. go in and see when people start put send stuff in. I put it in the document. Dennis can go through and read all this stuff. Mm-hmm. He never does. No, I want my reactions so, on the show to be fresh and genuine, mate. So I knew that by putting that stuff at the bottom, he would read it and he'd be he'd be into it too far before he could pull out of the sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. No, thank you, David. You've got great taste in podcast hosts. Yeah, um, I turned a blind corner. And- that's on me. <laughs> Absolutely got him. All right. Our final, uh, our final Empower Move comes from... Uh, we've got... Uh, uh, a listener who's who's been in touch before. Uh, people remember Double Dip Derek, <laughs> who we uh, who we mispronounced a little bit the, uh, his name last time. You'll have to go. That, that's in the archives. Double Dip Derek there. Uh, double Dip. Yeah, uh, just we, the single we dip him from, from Double Dip this Derek time. last time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the single dip from uh, from Derek this time. The regular the regular number of dips. Uh, whenever well, I attend a magic you double dip. What like actual dip if with you, chips if you, put and a, stuff? If, you, if you take a chip and you dip it and you bite it, do you dip it again? Depends. Depends on. Depends on who else is I'm sharing the dip with. What are you sharing with Megan? Yes, but we don't often share dip. We've got we got we've got wildly divergent dip tastes. Oh, well, now I care, now I care about this. Are you a white dip or a salsa yeah. dip kind of guy? I'm a what what? Like a sour cream dip or a salsa dip? No, I'm a I'm a hummus guy. Hummus. Oof. I love a bit of hummus. Yeah, and then at the at the supermarket, well. <laughs> Remember, remember when you used to have supermarkets, Dennis? Yeah, remember before, when supermarkets used to sell food? Times, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, you get a lovely, you get a lovely spicy hummus mm-hmm. or a red pepper hummus as well. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, uh, yeah, down the down the local supermarket. I'm a, I'm a big fan of that. Whereas Dennis, uh, Dennis, Dennis, whoops, Ooh, Megan, woo, big <laughs> slip. Get under, get under Fraser about that one. Tell me what you're thinking, Riley. Um, so uh, yeah, Megan is uh, she likes her garlic based dips. Yeah, so me very too. much, you know, the, the onion, onion, garlic, mm-hmm. uh, French onion, cheese and chives, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Though, so very 
wildly, wildly divergent dip tastes between the two of us. Um, anyway, Single Dip Derek asks or says, Whenever I attend a Magic tournament, I make a point to compliment my opponent. An easy thing to make note of is someone who has spent a lot of time and money on their deck. Last uh, last week, I played SCG Regionals, and I played against an opponent who had an almost entirely Russian Infect deck Oof. and was working on foiling it out. I marvelled at the beauty of his cards and made sure to compliment them before the end of the match. Aside from his fancy decks, if my opponent makes a really good play, a line I missed, I make sure to compliment them and thank them for teaching me something new. I think positive thinking does a lot for myself as well as my opponent, especially during a gruelling tournament. And this is so true. Just it's all so around true. be a good person. It costs you zero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's going to make someone's day. So, yeah, and, and uh, this is the reason that people foil out their decks. This is the reason that people go to an effort to, you know, find those... You know, exclusive, highly, as we say in the coverage business, highly collectible versions of different cards. Um, and, you know, that's all they want. They just want to be recognized for, for the effort they go way, to. Man. And it goes a long way. you got a friend for life. you got a friend for life, mate. You know? Yeah, that was, that's uh, it's a strong one from Single Dip Derek there. Yeah, I really like that. And again, it's so it's just free. It's free to do. But what I like about uh, Single Dip Derek's thing here is he says he tries to do it whenever he attends a magic Mm-mm. tournament. Well, no yeah, matter keeping that up is tricky. That's the, yeah. Yeah. If you can have oh, that's a cool style, I like your deck box, man. That's a cool deck box. Like, I like I your know. hat. Nice backpack. Yeah, stuff like that. The, there are some very cool deck boxes available. Some of them probably available at channel5.com right now. But uh, yeah, if it's the sort of thing that you can, you know, it comes naturally. Yeah. If it's the sort of thing you might do anyway. Like I'm just thinking back to when I, and I, I remember when I first saw that deck box, the one that's got the little, I think Ultimate Guard make it. I'm not sure. It's got the little um, drawer at the bottom where you can put all your dice and mm-hmm. stuff at the bottom. And I really like that. The first one goes, oh, that's very cool, like that. But yeah, I could, you could just, it, it's just free, free positivity. It's, uh, it goes a long way. Riley, as the, as the sun sets on the glowing garden of Empower Moves, we move to the dark, sinister world of Power yeah. Moves. The blood moon rises, mm. Dennis, because we move away from the beautiful, the, the beautiful harp refrain instead to the hard-hitting jangling of the electric guitar. Here come the Power Moves. That was like the there's like the Brussels sprouts that we had to eat beforehand. Yeah, you know, the, the nice paramus stuff. of and the now, dessert for sure. And now we get now, and we now get, we the get to, All right. to, to the dessert. Doctor Muggy writes in quick power move. If you're playing a mirror match and both you and the opponent have the same card out, ask to read their copy. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, fantastic. That. Oh, that's so good. So like you're playing like I don't know, uh, you know, like here like a Esper hero or something, yeah. and you both got a thief of sanity out. You're like, oh sorry, can I just have a look at that? Like, but you can't you just pick up their copy yeah. of it and read. <laughs> Maybe their copy's different. Oh, that's so good. Because it's just gonna they're just gonna be so oh, bamboozled. Like, what are you? I will be blown what away. What are you doing? You're playing the same deck. You should know it. Why don't you look at your own card? There, there so is many already questions. one of these cards facing the correct oh. way. Unless you've observed some of, our, some of our other previous episode power moves and orientate your cards upside down for your opponent's convenience. There's already one of them facing the correct way on the battlefield for you to read. But no, no, no. I want to read your Thief of Sanity. That's so... Oh, it's so good. Because they're just going to be so... Their, their mental load is going to be processing why... One, one why you don't know what the cards in your deck do. And two, why you have to read... Why would you choose to read, read my opponent's one? cards? Oh, that's so good, Dr. Muggy. That is some top shelf stuff here. That's really, really Ooh. strong. I'm surprised this isn't the power move of the week. No, oh no, power the move, power move of the week, Dennis. Even better, power move of the week. No, I know. Is, I'm excited. Even, this one is actually one that Dennis. Well, I actually told him what it was. He didn't read. It. He, he would never read the document ahead of time. Anyway, our next power move comes to us from Jeff Hlutke. It's double. It's double dip Jeff this time around. Is there something that begins with a J that involves eating? Um, the only word I could think of was jalapeno, which doesn't help us. <laughs> it doesn't help us at all. Uh, anyway, I mean, you'll be jalapeno hutke or like hummus hutke. Oh, uh, hummus hutke says, 
Um, power move here. My group usually uses someone else's phone in the uh, in the in the in the center of the table to track live totals at EDH sessions. I do the same thing. Very the app common. I use is, yep. is Carbon. It's very good. You should have a look at it. <clears throat> Whenever someone damages me, I simply look at them and point to the app and wait for them to adjust my live total for me. <gasps> After all, they did the damage. Why should I have to do the work? However, you can bet that when I gain life, I am very eager to add it myself. I love this. That's that's oh, that's like some surfdom stuff right there. It's no, but because it's like it's like the you know if a tree falls in the forest and no one hears it, it actually like you know oh, yeah, it's oh, like missing you for a two. trigger like <laughs> yeah attack you for two. Well, if you're not going to update the life totals, mate, that's that, that didn't happen. But I just did it even happen? I just love that you look at them with raised eyebrows. Hmm? Point at the point at the app. Well, if you're not gesture, gonna... open palm towards the app. Yeah. Oh, that's that's I re- that's very that's asserting dominance. I mean, it is an asshole move. Oh, sorry. Oop, sorry, Dana. I'm really sorry, Dana. Uh, it's a jerk move. It's definitely a jerk move. It's a butthead. It's move. a but. It's a real butthead move. Uh, but I oh very great stuff from Plotky this week. All right, we got one coming in here from Jay Zoller. Says at Stranjack as the one true curator of parry moves. Well, thank you for oh, I'll, I'll stop my, you there. I'll stop you there. My absolute and unwavering authority on this topic. Does giving your opponent all the cards face up from Atris count as a power move? And then he has a clip here linked when someone did that exactly that to Voxy. So first of all, yes. However, I feel like there's some room for improvement. There's room for improvement. I feel here. like this. I feel so, like this can. Let me present can... you. Let me present you some scenarios. Yeah. Riley, you cast Atris, which lets me look at the top three cards of your library, yeah. and I get to put them into two piles: one face up, one face down. Yep. You put one in your hand, the other two, the other in your bin. Mm-hmm. So what we're starting with is I give you all three of the cards face up. Yeah, and I'm like, great, I'll take that as a freebie. Easy, but you're. But I the... give you all three of the cards face down. Now, but hang on, this there's an important thing. My question is right. Uh-huh. When so so when when you give someone a, 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 the, the face up three, you're like, I don't even care. I'm gonna I'm gonna beat you anyway. You can have all three of these, mm-hmm. and I'm still gonna mm-hmm. beat you. Right? It's a solid power move. That's a solid solid power move. But if someone hands them to me face down, right? What I'm saying, what I need to know is, Dennis, did you look at the cards before yes, you gave the, them? This to is me? the big level. If I just take three cards off the top of your library, lay them out, and then push them across the table towards you, be like, do do, do your worst. You know mate. what? That's a freebie for you. That's for you know. Don't spend them all at once. You know, if you're handing yeah, them to yeah, me yeah, yeah, like yeah. you would hand a tip to a, ho- a hotel like concierge, right? Then I am just oh, I'm never coming back from that. I'm never. If you just deal out three of my own cards to me face down without looking at them, despite the fact that you can, by the rules of the game, look at those cards, I'm never mm-hmm. coming back from that. Do do I what you will at that point because you have already won. All right, the final power move, Dennis, our power move of the week. The Mark Boyd Award goes to Curtis Dole. This is a blink-and-you'll-miss-it power move. This one is mm. so punchy. It's so powerful. A little difficult to pull off. You've got to be in the right circumstance to do it, but I tell you what, if you can do it, it's going to be especially difficult in these times, but once we're, once we're back at events, my friends, look to use this power, event, uh, power move at any event that you get the chance to. It is so, so good. Are you ready for this one? <clears throat> I'm ready. When you get paired against any pro player and beat them in a match, ask for an autograph and then hand them the match slip. Oh my god! So good. So this is good. top shelf. This is because the this is the. Can I get the top shelf? And they're like, sir, you know this is three hundred dollars a glass, and you're like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. Give me that power move. This is this is when you go to the shop. Have you got anything? For the true collector. This is, oh, it's so good. Dennis, as someone who has been asked for his autograph after Mm -hmm. matches, right? After after matches where I've been beaten, I will tell you Mm. this. 
No matter what level you're at, if you're, I mean, I'm not, a, you know, a huge magic celebrity or anything, but if you're, if you get regular, you have to be polite. You have to be nice. If you, if you, if you're tilting off, if you're salty, that sort of stuff, you still have to smile, take the photo. Yeah, oh, thanks very much, and then you go, as you go away, right? So having someone say to you, oh, would you mind like, uh, you know, signing something for me? I'm going to sit there every time and be like, yeah, sure, no worries, of course, absolutely, we're happy to. And then when they hand you the match slip, I just have to like put on this like, you know. Khaleesi Mother of Dragons type smile and like, yes, okay, thank you, sign Here's it. Here's the then, best part. Oh. You have to sign the match And slip. I have to sign the match <laughs> slip and now I'm only doing it because, now, now it only looks like I'm doing it because they told me to. <laughs> oh. oh, This might be one of the best power moves we've ever gotten. This is one of the best power. This is, I think, a second. It's, a, it's the second best power we've ever gotten behind consulting the how to play that's that, that's yeah. the old timer. For those Riley, who, at some point, fifty episodes in or whatever, we have to do a Power Moves Hall of Fame. We have to do Power Moves Roundup. Yeah, well, that'll be the one yeah. year anniversary. It'll be Power Moves yeah. Roundup, Power Move of the Year. Yeah, but at the moment, this is the this is hot on the heels of uh, between sideboarding, like when, while sideboarding, checking the how to play uh, uh, fold out thing that you get in in, in, in intro decks. Wow, Curtis Doll running rings around us. The Power Move of the Week, Dennis. What a banger! Have you been coping with uh, sitting at home, right? Doing a lot of streaming, a lot of twitch.tv slash Tower? A lot of streaming, a lot of streams, a lot of dreams, Dennis. It's uh, It's gone surprisingly well. Uh, hit partner last week. First try, mate. Yeah, which is very unusual. That's I, unheard of. Everyone I spoke to was like, you know, you got to apply a couple of times. They'll give you feedback. They'll knock you back, that sort of stuff. But no, I'm, I'm, I'm running with the big dogs now. I, I was yeah. really surprised. Like, I'm not trying to brag. I was really surprised. It's like past you, Well, Riley was so surprised he sent me the email being like, hey, does this mean I got it or not? I don't yeah, understand. yeah. I got an email that was like, you're invited to the thing is like okay am i invited to like apply or am i invited to be actual part of it or like what is it but uh it's like past no. the driving test on the first time baby yeah it's uh it's it's a very but it's not just passing my driving test the first time it's passing my driving test at like the eight of 12 basically yeah yeah like it's really odd anyway it's been really good so Randy, um, as, a, as a pro streamer what advice would you give to amateur streamers well, out there? As, a, as a professional you know i've been in the streaming game a long time dennis i've been in the streaming <laughs> game for a long time now like the, 10, here 11 and, um, days now right the thing that I've found to be really useful is to have spent six or six or so years working up an established audience outside of Twitch, mm-hmm. and then just bring that in. I found yeah. that to be very helpful. Yeah, that would uh, be no. Your look, move. I've been I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky. You know, having I think having a little bit of an audience with content, whatever else, already bring oh, that into sure. Twitch has definitely helped. Um, but uh, I can recycle some of the advice. again more unsolicited advice. Twitch. Has uh, been going gangbusters. There's been, um, especially in Italy. I don't know if you've seen the the news that like Twitch Twitch streamers and Twitch viewers in Italy are just going bonkers. Well, that makes sense. If the rest of the world follows in in Italy's footsteps, it's going to be the same everywhere. We're going to see all sorts of new Twitch streamers, all all sorts of new viewers, that sort of stuff. So I guess I can just recycle some of the advice I've been given that I sought out from established uh, Twitch streamers like mm. Caleb and Bloody and Jamie and uh, Luca Van Dern and and uh, Asian Avenger and you know all these other people who I who I reached out to to uh, you know to to check you know what was some of the mistakes they wanted to miss. Big stuff was like if so this is advice for anyone who's looking to you know start streaming. You gotta you gotta make a schedule and stick to it. Sticking to a schedule is apparently really really important, uh, not just for your own discipline. Again, we talked about this is a part of part of working from home, having a schedule for yourself, but also for your viewers. They need to know when to check in with you and uh, and. Uh, and you know when to expect you online. Um, uh, I guess you can't like the you can't ignore production quality. If you mm. want to take it seriously, you need a good microphone. You need a decent camera. Spend a little bit of time in your visuals. If you can't do it, find someone who can and pay them. Um, you know it's not expensive. It's not expensive. 
Um, uh, find ways to, you know, hitting affiliate is not difficult if you, uh, you know, have a couple of friends who are going to sit there and, uh, you know, support you mm-hmm. in, the, in the way they can. So, you know, use the network, even if you don't have, uh, you know, a, a, a broader network like, you know, a long-term content creator you know, may have. You've got people who will hopefully support you in the endeavor, the in the efforts you're going there like that. So, so reach out to them, talk to them, and uh, you know, and ask yourself what you want out of it. This is more personal advice from me. Um, set reasonable metrics for success, right? If you're going to be streaming to twenty people, you know, that's a success. Mm-hmm. If you're at a level where you know, not many, not, most like ninety percent of Twitch streamers stream to one or zero people. Yeah. So if you're streaming to five, ten people regularly. That's a victory. You can start getting paid for that sort of stuff. That's enough to get you on the Twitch affiliate program and, and you'll start having emotes, making money, getting access to, you know, stuff. that. So it's it's not out of reach, but I would just be very careful to set your sights. Real. I've been really lucky and I recognize that, you know, I've been really, really, really lucky with what's happened to me and uh, I'm very grateful for that. But, you know, even then I'm, I'm trying not to get ahead of myself and go like, well, you know, I can't, I, I'm not going to compete against Martin. I'm not going to compete against Crokies, against... Numot against uh you know hoogs against all the one the 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 top end of town like that's not happening for me so we talked about this Dennis, being satisfied being being yeah. content well, with the is, level so, like, and at. i don't know if you want to talk about this but this, content with your success is something you struggle with overall in your life i've talked about this i've talked about this in public a, a fair bit recently it, it's something i really have a very hard time with so with streaming as i do with half house history trying to take it easy trying to be like you know what i'm doing this for me making mm. this for me i enjoy it that's all that matters and uh, as long as it's fun i'll i'll, I'll keep doing it so if people want to give it a bash, I mean, now's a good time to do it, right? There's going to be a lot of people at home. They're going to be looking for entertainment, stuff to do, stuff to, you know, follow along with. I mean, people have been in my channel just actual, actually working from home with me on the other monitor, yeah, which is, yeah. I don't know how that's affecting their productivity, but I'll take the views. They spend all the same, Dennis. That's great. But yeah. Uh, so one other thing I wanted to address is we've done a lot of unsolicited advice this episode and a mm-hmm. lot of Frasier mm-hmm. BuzzFeed quizzes. I would say this is the most Frasier BuzzFeed quiz heavy episode we've had so far. I don't know. I don't know for certain. But it's definitely top. It's top close, but yeah, top three probably. Uh, yeah, top five, top five Frasier content uh, <laughs> on this episode. Uh, episodes. So for please sure. do yeah. send us in your questions, your queries, your quandaries, your advice. In these, and not a shred of a joke here. In these trying times, I mean, you're, mm. people aren't really going effing them. People aren't really going to GPs and things like that. So if yep. you want to ask questions for about playing, you know, Magic on Arena or trying to cope or what other what, what you can play at home, here's one for you. Nikki and I recently found a very good two player board game. Which is very rare. Oh, what is it? It's called Fog of Love. Now, oh, okay. Hang on, Fog of Love. Hang on. All right. Okay. Disclaimer: yep. Haven't actually played it yet. Only played a little demo okay. of it at PAX, but I have it sitting in the other yeah. room. It's a uh-huh. romantic comedy board game. So you play two people who are like yeah. dating, and you okay. like do all these things, and like you have like boosts of like like events come up that are like positive for your relationship and like drama comes up that's negative for your relationship and you and you date for a year and at the end you decide whether you want to stay together or not okay all right to begin with i was like Bleh. but now i'm kind of like ah oh, this is good gamifying yeah. a relationship is something i'm very into that's very yeah, good yeah, yeah. all right i think it'd be fun to play with you megan so if you if you have a partner you're mm. stuck in quarantine with or even just like a family member or whatever it's just a game like i would recommend fog of love um, I want to. I want to reach. I want to touch upon something that you mentioned as well, Dennis. Um, uh, you know, with people sending in advice, I want to apologise to a bunch of our listeners who did send in questions that <sighs> Dennis and I kind of decided not to address some of these questions. Right? For example, Double Dip Derek actually did send in a question, but it was a question about going to F and M. 
right? Mm-hmm. And we thought we actually don't want. We had a, we had a, a, a couple of questions about um, uh, you know tournament etiquette, going to magic, uh, playing in big groups, or going to. The, and we were mm-hmm. like, you know what? We just can't address these in good conscience. Yeah. We can't address these because we can't encourage anyone to be going out to mass gatherings. It's not yep. something that like Dennis and I want to put our name to. So, you know, now's a good time for you to submit questions that have more to do with, uh, you know, yeah, coping with being cooped up at home. Or How the do... mechanics of the game or teaching people to play or things yeah. like that. Yeah. Or like figuring out remote or just board game recommendations. We can go deep yeah, on yeah. Some, some board game big stuff again. People love that. Uh, but, you know, anything, that, uh, anything that's going to get you through the day, of course, and, and we're happy to do it. So please do get in touch again at Riley Crew Tower. Submit those DMs. Uh, I guess you can go to Anne Stranger. I mean, the thing is, Dennis isn't going to read them. He's just going to send them to me and I'm going to hey read now. them like this. You're an all-star. Hey, now. The, I was going to say, the dream is over. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. I guess you do read them, but then you immediately forget about them. So then oh, you again once true. you come across, oh, yeah, yeah. Once you come across them on the door. There dot, are some yeah. DMs and some questions, some DMs that are left to rot because I went, huh, yeah. on the toilet or whatever and they just never looked at them again. So if you never got a reply or response from Dennis, if you never got your thing, resubmit it. Now's a great time to do it. Oh, anyway. yeah, top of the queue. It'll anyway. be fresh to me too, baby. We're going to wrap things up, my friends. Thanks for hanging out with us on uh, this episode of Scry Me a River, brought to you, of course, by Channel Fireball. That's it. We need you to take that seriously. Channel Fireball, yeah. go and buy your cards there. Go and buy your cards there. Now, of course, we're going to do Shaharazad Mirror, but do go and buy your cards at Channel Fireball. Buy list still active. Buy list bonanza still going on. Keep your eye on those streams, LSV, all the, te- all the Team CFB streams for uh, for those announcements. But, uh, yes, toss a coin to your uh, – it doesn't really Cover work. Something. Cover something. Cover toss something. a coin to your – No. No. Toss a coin. Just toss a coin to CFB, mate. Go and buy your cards. Go and buy your cards <laughs> there. Anyway. Um Dennis, big news tomorrow. By the people, by the time most people listening to this stream, oh yeah, I will be knees deep in Animal Crossing. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, but in the meantime, uh, I don't know. Have you been playing anything? Because uh, I talk I, about I mean, Animal Crossing my, a lot. I realized I did it two weeks in a row, so I'm not going to do it again. My, I mean, I'm not going to be much help either. My socializing now is confined entirely to playing League of Legends. Yeah, how's that going? Yeah, great. Oh, you know what released today? Go on. TFT on phones. Oh yeah, yeah. You mm. mean oh, so I played TFT during the first expansion. This is like the third release now. Yeah, it's like the third the release, third, third, third season. How's it going? Have you played it yet? I played it on my phone this morning. Yeah, it's good. It works fine. It? How does it work? Actually, t- no, no. Tell us about this. How's it going on the phone? Because I, I was skeptical. Because if you haven't played TFT, it's an auto battler, and it's a little finicky. Like you have to move characters around to different. It's squares totally and stuff. fine. All the menus are hideable. Like your items and stuff are, don't scatter all over the floor like they do in the normal game. It's a little menu okay. bar on the side. You can okay. press a button to like open or hide the shop. Yep, it's totally fine, and it's crossplay with PC. It's totally fine. So you're playing against uh, people yeah. on PC as well. That's yeah, that's pretty. Good. Like Hearthstone used to be, or probably yeah. still is. I don't know. I haven't played Hearthstone for so long. Um, that's that's pretty cool. What's the uh, how's it with the new heroes and everything? Is it is it is it tough? Because oh, it's like space themed things- and galaxy themed. So, but but like and like oh, yeah, all the heroes, all the types, everything are different. Some of them are the same. That's not true, but mostly they're different. Um, and it's tricky. I to found get it relearning with- it. Yeah, this is this is the thing that I found going into the second season of TFT. I found it really difficult to to get back up to speed, and that was what kind of put me off. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered with this, mate. I can't be bothered like relearning everything. Mm. Um, but is it uh, is it a sort of similar thing now? With you know, just you have to basically just start at the bottom again. Uh, close, yeah. I mean, the the skills transfer, but like, yeah, the knowledge of what is good and like it's like it's like drafting a set, man. It's exactly like that. Yeah. I suppose so. All right. Well, check that out if uh, if you're at a loose end for something to do. Otherwise, Twitch.tv slash Riley Tower. Uh, four or five streams a week. 
brawl all the time now. Going to be brawling brawl a lot. Going to play a bit of brawl the time. Uh, Going to play a little bit of uh, Legends of Terror, of course. Uh, that's on a Monday. So, uh, yeah, do tune into that. And uh, seriously, buy and see your cards at channel5.com. Anyway, we're done for this week, Dennis. Anything else we need to cover off here? No, I think we're good. Catch all you all right. scryhards on the flip side. Yep, see you all next week. Thanks so much to Joachim Karad for the use of our theme song, Shine. Go and check out his music. He's on Spotify as well. But that's going to do it. Thanks for hanging out with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. 